Hey ladies, you know what time it is. It's breakthrough time and I am here to bring you messages of personal stories, exclusive one-on-one interviews with industry professionals, female leaders, entrepreneurs. If you're ready to break through every obstacle, overcome self-doubt, increase confidence, develop a positive mindset, hit subscribe and let's break through together. Hey ladies, welcome to another Crownversation series. I'm super stoked about today's guest. We have Lexis Letty, Miss Indiana, USA 2020. Woo! I just told her, I was like, Indiana is kind of my second home state, kind of third. My mom's from Indiana, so I'm super excited to talk to her today. Um, Lexis is actually a D1 athlete. She played volleyball at George Washington University. Like I said, Miss Indiana, USA 2020, placed top three at Miss USA a boss lady right there. And also she's a broadcast journalism major. She is a podcast host, all the things. So welcome, Lexis. I am super excited that you're here today. Oh gosh, we froze. Hold on, we froze. Oh my gosh, okay. I was like, there you go. Okay, I was like, oh no. I was like, I don't know what she's saying. I was just doing a little bit of a bio. I don't know when I froze, but just told him your whole shebang of third runner up Miss Indiana and also podcast host, all the things D1 athlete. So just wanted to welcome you and excited to have you on today. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to get talking with you. Yeah. So, all right, let's just dive into it. Third runner up Miss USA, because let's be real. That's what everybody's wanting to know, right? They're like, how did Miss Indiana get third runner up? She's a baller volleyball player no pun intended but seriously that's awesome like that's a huge achievement and during a year of so much craziness and chaos like there's a ton of girls who who listen to this um this goes on my podcast and youtube channel but that desire to be a top runner in miss usa and i just want to know like broad statement broad question but how'd you get there I went in with an athlete mindset. You know, I was telling you a little bit before the podcast that I've been an athlete my whole life. I went and I played division one volleyball. After that, I went over and played C's. I mean, over, I went overseas and there we go and played volleyball for a little bit. So I have just grown up being a competitive person and, you know, looking at the game, dissecting it, understanding what I need to be doing to get the job done. And I kind of went at Miss USA the same way. I'm, I'm looking at the people who've won in the past. I'm looking at Miss Universes that have won in the past. What are they doing and how are they getting it done to succeed? So I kind of like broke it down into easy formulas to focus on and just really prepare myself in that way. You know, walking, posing, my aura, the way, the way I wanted to elude myself. I wanted to be confident, fun, approachable, but sexy at the same time. And with the interview room, I kind of just really stayed authentic. I know people talk about being authentic. It's so important nowadays. And so I just kind of, you know, was professional, but also let loose and let them see my real side because everyone always says you don't want to win the title being somebody else. You want to win the title being yourself. So, I mean, I was joking with them. I was like flexing and like, yeah, I worked out really hard (laughs) just doing all this stuff. So for anybody preparing, I I would say, you know, look at what past winners have done and kind of study them and then find a coach that really loves and appreciates you and will work with you. And hey, you. (laughs) 
and she's like, Hey, I'm right here. Um, and, and then just like put in the hours. It's a lot of work, but it does pay off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, completely. And I totally agree. And whether, I mean, we joke me, but like, whether it's me or somebody else as a coach or mentor, I think, you know, with anything that you want to achieve big in life, you need somebody who is mentoring yeah. you and not only YouTube channels. I mean, it's awesome if you're watching this podcast or YouTube video, but like this only goes so far, right? And wow. like, you can listen to podcasts all day, every day, but you still need that like one-on-one -on -one contact with somebody. Um, and I'm sure you experienced that even more so when it came to sports, but yeah. Um, but I want to stick with pageants for a little bit longer. So did your pageant journey start at a younger age or when did that start for you? Mm, it didn't really start at a younger age. When I was a senior in high school, I told my mom about my dreams of being a model and, and pretty much doing what I'm doing now, which is just unreal to think about. Um, but it was very taboo at the time, especially from Indiana, you know, like no one's really a model. No one really does social media. No one really acts like I was honestly made fun of for, for my dreams. And my mom is like, you want to be a model? Um, here's this ad in the newspaper for the local Miss Harvest homecoming pageant. Why don't you enter that? And I'm like, mom, no. And she's <laughs> like, I thought you wanted to be a model though. I thought you wanted this. And I'm like, oh, so she like guilt shamed me <laughs> into going and competing for this, um, what, what was it? It was like not a carnival, but it was like a, a, a local event where they have like food vendors and stuff. And I went and competed in there. I think I got second runner up. So I got third um, in that. And it was just really fun. I, you know, didn't go in with any expectations at all. I didn't really know what the heck was going on. And it was fun to just experiment and figure it out along the way. And then um, it wasn't until I guess 2019 where I was kind of like called, I felt like called by God. I don't know if you're spiritual, yeah. um, but I just kept getting a bunch of signs to compete for Miss Indiana USA. And I hit up the woman who kind of helped me prepare for my local pageant back when I was a senior in high school. And I was like, hey, Ramey, um, I'm getting these weird signs to compete for Miss Indiana. She's like, oh my gosh, I was going to message you and tell you that you should. I was like, what the heck? So I just started training for it like full force. I think I entered the pageant like three weeks before two and a half something. Oh, yeah. Insane. And so I was like on the phone with her every day training, you know, practicing my walk at a gym. Like people were working out and I'm like literally in a bikini, like, uh, uh, and wearing a ball gown also while people are working out. And it was, it was just hilarious because people would either come up and talk to me or just oddly look at me like, who is this chick? But you got to do what you got to do to get it done, you know? Oh, man, I totally feel that. I did that one time. I ended up going to a dance studio instead because it was so awkward. So good for you yes. for sticking with it because <laughs> it was literally this glass room with a wood floor. And I was like, this would be perfect for practicing my runway. And yeah. literally everybody in the gym is staring. They're totally right there. So that's hilarious that you mentioned that. I totally forgot that I did that too. And it's like the things that pageant girls actually end up like actually do behind the scenes that nobody knows is like the craziest and most fun and interesting part of the whole thing. So very um, much so. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it also helped me because I was like, this is very uncomfortable. I feel awkward. And I was like, but I'm also going to be on a stage with a bunch of people I don't know. And they're going to be looking at me in a bathing suit. And I was like, so this is kind of the same thing. Like, you know, I just got to put it all out there and, and build my confidence because 
you best believe when I first went there and was walking in heels, I was like, oh my gosh, um, do I look weird? What's going on? And then I, by the end of it, I was like, I'm about to be the next, next Miss Indiana USA. That's right. Y'all look at me because I look good right now. So it's just, you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to then build the confidence to be comfortable. Oh, that's so good. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations to build the confidence to be comfortable. That's, that's awesome right there. Love that. Um, so you won the first time you competed at Miss Indiana. Yes. Let me get that right. The first time. <laughs> Do you know it took me six years, <laughs> six times competing before I won? Everyone's journey and everyone's time is so different though. You know, like I, I'm one of those people that everything happens for a reason. God calls on people at different times. And, you know, I'm sure you learned a lot of lessons through those six years and bettered yourself along the way and needed those lessons, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was eight years of training. Right. And I competed. six. Yeah. Times, so, um, and that's why I coach mindset and confidence now with pageant girls because of that. So it's like, you're totally right. Like God calls you at different times of your life for different things. Um, and I just, I love how you heard God's calling. You acted upon it. You did it. You won. It was just like total confirmation that that was God yeah. telling you to go after this. Um, dude, it was crazy though. I felt like when I was at the competition, I felt like the Holy spirit came over me. It was a very sp spiritual journey to say that I, I want it on my own would, would be discrediting the process and the true calling, because I don't think that if I just went to compete, I would have won. I really felt like God called me, uh, for a greater purpose and, and led me to the time of, you know, the COVID queen, where you have to rule social media, you have to be this personality on the internet, which is exactly what I am. And I felt like exactly the right time for what I was called for. Yeah. And you showed up and you did it. And then you went to Miss USA and you played yeah. third runner up. So yeah. that, that is just, it's awesome. So tell me about your Miss USA experience. So I don't know what it was like in the past. I mean, just by looking at videos and talking with girls, it was completely different than this year. And we, we weren't able to go to restaurants or really visit the city very much. I think we were able to go to Graceland and then, um, why am I blanking? It's, it's the hotel where Martin Luther King was shot. And so those were the only two places that we were able to go to, which they were really fun when we went. It's, it's so much fun to just be with a group of w powerful women who also love taking pictures and <laughs> posting on social media. It's like, you know, a girl's group. It was like a beautified camp almost. <laughs> and That's so I had to talk to Paul. Yeah. Um, but it was different because, you know, we had all the COVID restrictions. We had to get COVID tested every, I think two or three days. We only were in pods. So we could only hang out with 12 of the girls. So, you know, I didn't get to meet the rest of the girls. I, I didn't even talk to Miss Mississippi who won. So people were like, oh my gosh, how is she? And I was like, I did not speak a word to her. Yeah. And so that was the sad part about it. But I mean, they did the best they could during a global pandemic. I mean, there were tons of eyes on them and you know pageantry, people are so quick to ridicule mm -hmm. uh, the process or people doing it. So they had to be very on point with everything to make sure that we were safe, the staff was safe and there was no outbreaks at all. Yeah, that's a, throughout these conversations that I've done with other you know title holders this year, they said the same yeah. thing with the pods. It was just, you know, you didn't get to have that, that connection with the other girls, which is super unfortunate, but hopefully you ladies can reunite and go like on a vacation together and start to like right. get to know each other um, and almost have like a, just a big get together with all of you because that is the coolest thing about Miss USA and you know you still went to Miss USA and 
what I, what I keep telling all of you is like, it says something about your character and your determination to be able to do what you did during a global pandemic. Some people could have crumbled. Some people could have like had fear and not have gone. Um, and you guys persevered and being a part of the Miss USA 2020 class is something to be proud of, um, because of what you guys, what you've faced and what you've dealt with this year. Yeah, definitely a historic year. It is. It's going down in history. That's for sure. So as far as we talked about Miss USA pageantry and how you really transferred that athlete mindset, tell us about mm-hmm. your athletic journey, then competing at a D1 school. Um, tell, us, tell us about that. Tell us about your mindset and experience there. Yeah, well, being an athlete, it really tests you in a lot of ways. You really discover yourself, kind of like how you discover yourself in pageantry. You know, you you figure out what kind of person you want to be, what kind of platform you want to have, what your message is going to be. And as an athlete, you know, you figure out your weaknesses, you figure out your strengths, you figure out how to combat your weaknesses, you figure out how to talk and communicate with people, you figure out how to be a great leader. And when I was growing up, I was not the best volleyball player. <laughs> I'm a D out there. I was like the fifth grader on the fourth grade team. (laughs) And I just started growing and growing. I'm six foot tall. And it wasn't until seventh grade, someone pulled me aside and they're like, Letty, you're going to go and get a division one volleyball scholarship and get college paid for for free. And I was like, what? (laughs) They're like, yes, you just need work. And you know, whoever's listening to this, You might not be the best pageant girl right now. You just need work. Everyone needs work to be the best or to get better at something. And so I was this lanky, you know, what, 13 year old girl who was not very confident on the volleyball court. And I just had somebody start training with me and working with me. And I remember I went to go try out for my first travel club team when I was 14. And my brother was like, why are you even trying out? You're not gonna make it, like, this is a joke. And I was like, no, like, I think, I think I can do it. And I went to the tryout and I had the best tryout of my life. (laughs) Like, like my skill level was here. I was performing up here and it was just like, whoa. And I was just cheering everybody on, you know, just being the the loud, outgoing, optimistic person I am. And they they started cheering me on. So the coaches were looking and they're like, who is this girl we've never seen before? So I had the best tryout of my life. I made the ones team. And then we went to practice the first day <laughs> and I went back to my skill level and the, <laughs> and the coach was like, oh, we're going to need to work with you some. So then, you know, I got, I got more private lessons and I, I got worked on. And then by the time I was 16, I was the captain of my team and it took people just investing in me and sewing in me and me working hard. You know, I would go to practice before school, like, you know, school would start at 7:30. I would wake up at 5.30, head to the gym, work out. Like, it's not an easy process. And I've had so many people tell me that I'm lucky for getting a scholarship or I'm lucky for winning Miss Indiana USA. No, you don't get lucky. You get good, you get better, and you get what you deserve. Yes, preach. Amen to that. You have to put in the work. And oftentimes that's the work that a lot of people don't see. And then they see you on the stage. They see you, you know, playing volleyball at the D1 school. But what they don't see are those 5.30 a.m. workouts. And they go behind every single day to do something. So with your skill level being right here, for instance, and you probably didn't fully believe in that person who was telling you that, that you were going to, you know, get a scholarship at college, go be an athlete. Like you probably didn't fully believe that. Right. Yeah. I was, I was 
I was like, me? Like, you know, like I said, like, honestly, this is like the best image, like the little lanky Gumby looking girl. Like one of my coaches used to call me Gumby because I was so skinny and just lanky and a little bit uncoordinated. Um, but, but like I said, you just have to work on it and you have to get better. And I started getting better when I was 16. I, I told you I became captain. I started getting letters from schools. I started getting recruited. I started, you know, writing down what I wanted in a school. And so I was able to pick, you know, which school I wanted to. It wasn't just like, oh, this is the only person that gave me an offer. I worked hard so that I could have options and I could go to my dream school. I'd always wanted to move to a big city, you know, being from small town, Southern Indiana, I, I literally... I was really into art when I was in high school and I would, you know, make ceramic pieces all around cities because I always had dreams of going to a big city. I wanted to get out. I, I wanted to learn more. And my college I went to was in Washington, D.C., you know, the freaking biggest, one of the biggest cities, like a huge capital of, of our country where everything happens. And so it was like a dream come true when I got to go to that college. Yeah, that's super cool. And you learn a lot about yourself, too, when you branch off and you go away from home, number one. And then number oh two, God. going to a big city, exploring someplace that is so far outside your comfort zone. Um, yes. You know, that probably speak a little bit, out, speak a little bit on that note. Yeah. Well, being from Southern Indiana, we'll just start here. There's not a lot of diversity or there, there's now, but there wasn't, you know, what, seven, eight years ago, there was not. And so going to DC and seeing all these different people of different backgrounds from different places from all around the world, from different ethnicities, from different, you know, what is it, genders or, or what they want to be classified as. Like, I, I never grew up around gay people. Yeah. I, I went to DC. One of my best friends now is actually, um, I'm in his wedding. I'm a bridesmaid and he's gay. And and I, I just was so not aware of that community. And I learned so much about them. And I learned so much. I joined an Asian fusion dance team when I was in college. Like I was just learning about all these different cultures. And it was really beautiful to see everybody live a happy life, but live a happy life so differently than what I was used to. And it made me realize that we all have different backgrounds and, and different upbringings, but that's what makes our country so beautiful. Not everybody comes from the same place. Not everybody is the same. Not everybody has the same experiences. And it allows you to have deep conversations of how did you end up the way you are? Oh, how, how do you do this? Oh, how do you celebrate this holiday with your family? And it's just so fun to have your eyes open to everything else out there besides, you know, what just goes on in small town, Southern Indiana. Yeah, exactly. You kind of have your blinders on. I mean, that's the same thing with small town yeah. Iowa where I grew up there was yeah. I mean, zero diversity almost right and we had one african-american kid in our whole school like it was wow craziness and then when you get out into what the real what the world actually is and yeah explore it's just you know if somebody's listening right now and, and you're thinking like oh my gosh i really want to explore or i'm really scared to move to a new city do it like you, there is no way that you're going to regret going and living in a new city, venturing out for a little bit, going to explore, go traveling, whatever it is. There's so much culture to be known and, and experience. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So um, I love that you had that experience. And, you know, it also goes to show why you're at the Miss USA stage too. Um, and hopefully you can get to know more of those girls, because even though Miss USA girls and pageant girls can be so similar, especially when you get to the national level. Um, mm -hmm. there's so many 
so many differences that are so beautiful and so amazing that bring you all together. Um, so, which kind of leads me to your podcast because I'm curious on what your podcast is, what your mission is with that and explain to the girls because they got to go subscribe, obviously. It's called oh, Empower, yes. Empower Her. Empower, right? Yes. Yes. Right. Empower Her, yeah. So I was wanting to do it before the lockdown, but I was just honestly running around like a chicken with my head cut off <laughs> once I became Miss Indiana USA because they kind of gave me the crown sash and they're like, do whatever you want with it. And I was like, well, I'm going to use this. Like, we're going to make, we're going to make it happen. Okay. So I'm, um, you know, making, making stuff happen. I went to 66 appearances from the end of November to the beginning of March, which is a lot that it's like, you know, 30 something a month, 31 a month. And yeah, it's a lot. Like I was going to three a day some days. It was a little, it was exhausting, but it was worth it too. Um, and so I finally had downtime with the pandemic and I was like, you know what? I want to start this. You know, I'm, I'm definitely not ready to start this. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I'm going to have on there, but I know that I'm really passionate about empowering women and I'm really passionate about having people know that they can do anything they set their mind to, despite what other people around them say or think about them. And so empower stands for like empowering people to be themselves or do what they want to do, but also putting yourself in the position to be in power of your life and be in power of what happens to you. And you don't let anything else hold that power. So that's a little bit about my podcast. And, um, I just, I just like sharing stories or interviewing women with inspiring stories. I've had women that are, you know, the first bald woman to be in Sports Illustrated on there, or I've had um, a, a girl who is a model and she's training to be an astronaut, you know, astrophysicist Barbie. And she's like this beautiful woman who's also super into astrophysicists with, which is like rocket science, honestly. Yeah. And it's crazy to think of because, you know, she's so stereotyped because of the way she looks and pageantry were so stereotyped because of you know honey boo boo child and all those shows that don't show the true side of what pageantry is yeah definitely i love what you're doing there that's amazing and take control of your own destiny too um and it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing and encouraging other girls to do as well so um i want to ask you i read when i was kind of doing a little research here i saw something about your motto is break the mold can you yes. explain to us what break the mold means to you? Yeah, I talked a lot about this a little bit at the beginning. Uh, growing up in Southern Indiana, I was at a baccalaureate dinner for, for school, which is, you know, I think the top 10 percentile of your class or something like that. And everyone was being called for what they wanted to be when they grew up. You know, people were doctors, physicists, lawyers. And I got up and this is genuinely what I wanted to be. Now it was Victoria's Secret Angel. Everyone laughed. And I was just mortified because I was like, wait, that's what I really want to be. I, I'm intelligent, yes, but I want to be a model as well. I want to walk, walk the Victoria's Secret runway and you know do this stuff. And if they had it, I would still want to walk the Victoria's Secret runway. <laughs> and yeah. And, and I just was so many people where I grew up telling me, no, you can't do that. Or, oh no, you have to do this. Oh, you have to find a nine to five. You know, I majored in uh, communications, broadcast journalism, and my mom was really keen on me just living at home and being a local news station girl. And I I've had bigger dreams than that. I, I want to be a game show host. I want to be an actress in films and I want to, you know, be in entertainment. 
And everyone was kind of like, that's not safe. Like, how are you going to make money? You need to choose the safe route. You need to, you need to just do this. And I'm like, no, like, that's not me. That's not what I want to do. And I just need to do my own thing. And when I became Miss Indiana USA, I didn't really have my platform decided yet. I just knew I was passionate about women. And I had so many people telling me, you should do this. You should do that. You should wear your outfit like this. You should put your hair like this. Just telling me everything to do and be. And it was overwhelming. I felt imposter syndrome. I didn't feel like I could be myself. I told you before this, I prefer to go by Letty and I was going by Alexis. Like I was never not going by Letty anymore. I just didn't feel like myself. And my friend called me up and was like, Letty, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not happy. I don't feel like myself. I don't, I, I'm trying my best to, to be a great role model for people out there. And they're like, no, this is not you. You need to, you need to push all this that everyone else is saying away and be yourself. He's like, you've never gone by the rules. You've never fit in. You've never tried to fit inside a mold because you're not meant to. And I was like, you are so right. I was like, break the mold break the mold. I was like, something. I was like, this, this is going to be what I do. And then I started, I started posting what I wanted to do. I started doing exactly what I wanted to do. I started doing funny things. I started dressing in my volleyball uniform. I started dressing in my pageant wear. you know, I, I started mixing the two together and showing people that you don't have to fit a specific mold. You can do both. You can be anything you want to be, and you can break the mold because stuff never changes or evolves. If that one person doesn't step out and start breaking the mold and being who they want to be. You know, we have our first vice president. That's a female. She broke the mold. Yeah. And there's, there's so much of that and we need more of it. And so, you know, I, I made that hashtag for my younger self one, and also my current self to remind myself that I don't have to fit into anywhere to be successful. I can still be me and make it happen. Mm, fire, fire. That's just like, we could stop there and be good to go. Good to go. So you said you're doing it for your younger self and your current self. I was listening to Ed Milet's podcast this morning when I was working out and they were in his guest on there was saying that what they're doing right now is also for their themselves in 2030. And mm -hmm. I totally see that like in you with break the mold. You're not doing this just for even now. I mean, you're doing this for, you know, nine years, 10 years down the road when yeah. you're going to be making this massive impact in other women's lives and, and men too. Like you're encouraging yeah. people that, Hey, you know, you do whatever you want. And I think it's something that a lot of pageant girls struggle with. And yes. I hope they play that last like five, 10 minutes on repeat, because that was just straight money, like fire right there that you just said, because it's so true. Like that imposter syn syndrome is so real. And so many people, yes. even if you're not doing pageants and, you know, personally, I've struggled with it too. And it's and struggling with, you know, what can I do? Like, is this too audacious? Like, is this, is this dream too big? And you start doubting yourself and you become so yes. fearful of like, well, I don't know if I can go to LA and be a model, or I don't know if I can go be a sports reporter and, you know, report on the Super Bowl and do all these massive things because you're, you're number one, people say like, oh, how are you going to make a living? Just like you said. And I think it happens so much and it gets me going too, like in the entertainment industry with acting wow. and modeling it's a freaking grind. I wasn't it is. For, for about a year doing modeling. It's a grind. Yes. But if that's your dream, freaking do it. You can do it and yeah. you can do anything that you, that you set your mind to. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I want to encourage you number one, first and foremost, 
you can do it. Not only you don't need to hear me say it, but you can do anything that you set your mind to and you've proved yourself time and time again, um, not only with sports, but also, you know, Miss USA and then getting over those psychological bumps in the road um, and coming out on top like you have. So I think you're on the road to massive, massive success and impact. And I just, I can't wait to cheer you on along the way, girl. Oh man, thank you. That means so much. That's so kind. You, you got it. So, all right. So you said acting and um, you said game show host. So yes. what is your, you know, after Miss USA, there's so much hype. Like you just achieved this really, really massive goal. Right. Right. And, and right. sometimes once you're on the mountaintop, you come down in the valley a little bit, um, but then you always yes. climb back up. You know, there's yes. that old time though. And it's like, dang it. All right. There is. Like, what do I have to go after now? And as yep. a believer, it's tough sometimes to be in that valley and think to yourself like, Hey, it's cool to relax for a little bit, but how do we get back up to that mountaintop? Because that's where you strive. That's where you thrive and you're at your best. Yeah. So, so where, where's that journey for you right now to climb back up to that mountaintop? Oh girl, we are, oh, oh we are climbing right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was definitely, I was definitely in the lull after Miss USA, you know, I, I had gone in and prepared to win. Um, like I told you, the athlete mindset, it's, it's, there's no second in an athlete mindset. It's just You're not first, you're last. Yeah. <laughs> so true. I love that. The winner's circle, the winner's game plan. Like if you're not first, you're last. Like that's where my mind always is, girl. So I'm with you. Yeah, I feel, yeah, like I, I had my apartment packed up when I went to Miss USA. Like I was fully planning <laughs> to head to New York. Yeah. Um, and so coming back and you know, unpacking the boxes and, and stuff, it was, it was kind of like, what's next? I don't, I don't have anything. I gave up everything to be Miss USA. Everything. I stopped working. I, I just committed time to the gym. I committed time to reading the news. I committed time to practicing my walk. I committed time to figuring out content that's going to be the most inspiring and empowering for people. How am I going to reach an audience? How am I going to educate people about what Miss USA is? Because a lot of my audience is from volleyball. It's a lot of them are from my modeling world. And so they don't really understand the pageant industry. And so many people were like, wait, pageants are actually cool. Like you make it seem awesome. And I'm like, this is my goal. Like, yes. But at the same time, like financially I was struggling, um, you know, like everything was just poured into this and <laughs> what it's an expensive dream. And I will never say that it's not an expensive dream. <laughs> Yes, girlfriend. Yes. Um, but you do prosper after you. And then that's with everything, you know, especially with the modeling and the acting. You're poor. You're happy, though. You're chasing your dreams. You feel fulfilled. You feel like you're having a purpose. And, you know, you go through the struggle to empower others to follow you later on, to, to chase their dreams, to never second guess when they're older, if I made the right decision, if I really went for it, if I could have given more, like I, I'm never going to have those thoughts because I am going for it. You know, my bank account looks a little sad, but yeah. my heart is so full. Yeah. It's an investment. And what you're doing right now is such an investment in your future. And that's why it's so important when you have those coaches or mentors that they're not just talking about your current dream. They're talking about your future and how it's going to prosper you past pageantry as well. So anyway, yeah. that's a whole nother side. Keep on going. Girl. <laughs> so, so after Miss USA, I was in this lull and I was like, my, my trainer was like, what's next. And I had really gotten a bond with my trainer. You know, he, I had a trainer before him that had me on waist trainers and had me eating like 
a thousand calories a day and was just very toxic for, for my, my physical health and my mental health. I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I, I, I used to love working out, but I hate this now. I, I hate it. I, I hate training. I hate looking at my body. And I found this new trainer and he's like, girl, just come to the gym every day. You don't have to do anything crazy. Just come. My body literally within four months looked completely different. I didn't think it was possible. I, I felt like I was already really fit. I felt like I was already really in shape, but I stuck to the plan. I came every day and my body just transformed into, honestly, I looked like some Amazonian. I was like, <laughs> I got the shoulders, I got my back ripped. And it was just from going to the gym and being consistent and, and not doing a crazy diet. I, I usually do the 80-20 rule, which is like 80% good and healthy. And then 20%, you know, with where my sweet tooth comes in, you know, a little chocolate, a little, a little mug cake, a little, a little something, something, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and it's all about balance to live a healthy life. And walking on the Miss USA stage, I wanted to represent what every woman can achieve because it's such a role model position. I never wanted to promote wearing waist trainers to my audience or no. you know, starving themselves. And so this trainer was just like my light and joy, but that was off track. Sorry guys, but it is no, important I to love that. I don't know if you know, but I'm also a health coach. So that, that lights oh. me up right there because, um, in also in pageantry, people are like, Oh, I have to go to the gym twice a day and do 90 minutes of cardio and just like take supplements, eat a thousand calories a day. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> like that is not sustainable at all at all. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll do another episode just on health. How about that? Okay. Okay. Oh, I love that. Oh yes. Okay. It's so fun talking with you. Oh, um, I, I could talk for an hour. This might be the longest conversation to date. So sorry, sorry guys. I hope you enjoy it. But, um, he's like, what's next? And I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't know. He's like, well figure it out. And we're going to start preparing for it. And I was like, yeah, you're, you're right. Like, what am I doing? I need to get out of this negative headspace. I need to get over the fact that I'm a loser. I need to get over the fact that you know, it didn't happen for me, but there's so many other opportunities that can happen. So I started praying a lot. Um, and I started writing this journal. I don't know where it is, but somewhere. And it, it says, um, on it, I just grabbed a Sharpie and it says, what's next God. And I opened it up. I wrote a little letter to myself and it was pretty much like, you lost. Okay. You lost. Um, you're an athlete though. Athletes never dwell on their losses they look at them and learn how they can be better for the next match or opportunity, but they never dwell on it. They just prepare for what's next even harder with more ignition in their fire and in their engine. And, you know, what are you going to take away from this and ignite your fire? And so I was just like fueled up when I was writing this down. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what do I want to do? And it's, you know, talking about you know, my dreams of what I want to do with my social media career. What do I want to do with my acting, with my modeling? And I was writing down all these goals and figuring out what's next. You know, um, a few weeks after Miss USA, I went and like was a judge at NAM, which was super cool. Cause it was like, I was on the opposite side and I was just learning stuff. And while I was there, I got an email from a manager, uh, that's works with a really great group and they're like hey I want to represent you and I want to help you with your acting career and I'm working with them now and then I started getting a ton of emails 
uh, for people that wanted to work with me with social media content creation because I, I just started kind of focusing on that, making a lot of reels, making a lot of videos, They're dressing up as Wonder Woman. Like They're what? The tall girl ones, like I don't even know, but they're hilarious because I could, I'm 5'10", so I'm not as tall yeah. as you, but I'm almost there. And so like, I could totally relate to those videos and they are freaking hilarious. So yeah. I love them. And I love dressing up as Wonder Woman. And it was funny because at Miss USA, I had all these Wonder Woman ornaments that I gave to people that worked really hard on the production team. Um, you know, I would just give them a little ornament and be like, hey, like, I love Wonder Woman. I feel like every woman is a Wonder Woman in their own right. And you are working so hard to make everybody else look good. And I want you to know, like, you are a Wonder Woman during this experiment experience. And I posted a picture going into the finals night and I was like, Miss USA represents exactly what Wonder Woman does, a strong feminine woman who doesn't take crap from people and she's willing to put herself out there, put herself in danger for the betterment of others. And, you know, I see myself as a Wonder Woman, you know, I'm, I'm going and, and doing what people are afraid to do because I want to be a trailblazer for those people behind me. I want to fight and I want to go through it to make it easier for somebody else. And, and, and so I, I like dressing up as Wonder Woman, but people just see me in this costume. But for me, it means so much more. And I was afraid for a long time to even post stuff with Wonder Woman because I was like, it's not Halloween. This is weird. <laughs> but now I love posting my Wonder Woman content because it means so much more than just wearing a costume to me. It, it means I'm representing what every woman can be. And, you know, maybe someone will see me and be like, oh, my gosh, she's so comfortable with herself. She's literally dressing up as Wonder Woman why can't I wear this makeup that I wanted to wear, but like have been scared to wear out in public? Or, or why can't I, you know, do this and be afraid of being ridiculed? She can do it and be afraid of people making fun of her, but it's working out great for her. She's getting a ton of engagement from being Wonder Woman. Like, what is this? I love that. I'm like over here, just, I don't know if you can see me, but I'm just like jotting down notes as you're, I'm like, this is great. This is awesome. And you said, do what others are afraid to do. And I, I love that. Um, and, you know, I just, I'm just going to put this out in the universe and have God hear this a little bit too, but I think you're going to play the role of Wonder Woman someday. I mean, hey, listen, I think that's just going to happen. That's in your future, girl. Yeah. I want to be a superhero. I don't know which one it is, but yes, that would be an ultimate dream. Like, and I was also thinking that I was like, what if someone sees me and they're like, I can see her playing the superhero in this part. You know, the internet's crazy. You never know what can happen. So you might as well put yourself out there. Yeah. It's all, it's all about networking too, you know, and that's such a huge thing. And you're not scared to do anything, right? You're putting it out there and you never know who's going to see it. So are you in Indiana still, or are you, did you go off to one of the bigger cities to do acting? Um, I'm in Indiana right now. I am planning on moving to Florida actually. Yes. And, and that is for content creation and collaborations and also for modeling. So right now LA is a little bit shut down. Mm -hmm. so all of the auditions are virtual and so I can I can do it from anywhere and and plus there's so many people that I already have lined up to work with that are photographers that are content creators that I can collaborate with and not that there's not a ton of like creative people in Indiana and I want there to be more and I want there to be more people willing to like put themselves out there like that um, but if you're not somewhere where you're getting fed you need to go somewhere where you're getting fed Absolutely. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's nothing wrong with leaving a place that you call home and going somewhere else to learn something new and to better yourself and do what's best for your future. You know, I, I was debating a lot, you know, I'm, I'm still Miss Indiana. I was like, should I go to Florida? Like, what will people say of me? What will people think of me? And then I went back to break the mold. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. A lot of people don't know that the whole year before I won Miss Missouri, I was in LA pursuing modeling and sports yeah. at the same time before I won Miss Missouri. And I had the same fear. I was like, well, crap. What if somebody figures out that I'm living in LA before I won Miss Missouri, even though my residency is here, I've lived here for three years and I'm Airbnb hopping in Los Angeles just so I can come back and compete in Miss Missouri as well. And it was the same thing. And granted that was before the pageant. So it was a little different, but, but yeah. still it's like, we're always so concerned what other people are going to think if we do something, but then let's be real. They're looking at your life and they're like, damn, I wish I had the courage to do that. Damn. I yeah. wish I would have stepped outside my comfort zone and moved to Florida to pursue this career opportunity instead of staying here because I was Miss Indiana USA. So good for you. Break, continue to break the mold. Would you just keep doing it because so many people need you. Yeah. And everything's over Zoom now. So I have not gone to one in-person appearance. I mean, actually I have gone to one in-person appearance since the lockdown and then everything else is over Zoom. So I was like, I can still be present. I just don't need to be physically there. And you have to go where the opportunity's at and something that feeds your energy and feeds your soul. And I, I'm a yes. huge, huge believer in that. Hence why I'm living in Scottsdale, Arizona right now, because this place feeds my soul, just like Florida is going to feed your soul and your energy and different opportunities. So um, I could talk to you for like five hours, but I know we have to wrap this up. Normally it's 20 <laughs> minutes. I think we're rolling on like 45 minutes to, to an hour or whatever, but I absolutely love talking to you, girl, and super, super excited for your future. I'm always in your corner. And if you ever need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. It was so fun talking with you too. Your energy, your light. It's just, it's radiant. Thank you, girl. Well, congratulations again on third runner up at Miss USA. That's pretty, pretty amazing girl. And best of luck to you in Florida. And I'll chat with you soon. Thanks for coming on. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to it's breakthrough time podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share with your friends on social media, subscribe, and review on iTunes. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be unstoppable.